2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: This football story starts in a hotel room in Pyongyang, the capital of North Korea, the most secluded, mysterious and notorious country in the world. It's the summer of 2016 and a Serbian man is watching an old Serbian movie in his hotel room in Pyongyang. This old movie is the only entertainment he has in his hotel He barely has contact with the outside world. But he's on a mission in North Korea. A football mission. This is the story of Mihailo Miki Ivanovic, a Serbian manager who made an insane transfer to a North Korean football club. It's a story about life in Pyongyang, playing in the biggest football stadium in the world. Mysterious phone calls, a hacked phone, and tiki-taka football. My name is Sam van Raalte and welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast by 433. Let's go. Imagine you're a football manager, you've worked for several clubs and most of your career has been in Europe. Then you get a phone call from Korea. On the other end of the line is a man asking you if you want to become the manager of the military football club in North Korea. What would you do? This happened to Miki Ivanovich in the summer of 2016. Most people wouldn't even think of going to North Korea. It's a totalitarian dictatorship run by the Korean Workers' Party of the Kim dynasty. But Miki went there and he had an incredible experience. I know about his story thanks to a Serbian friend of mine, Milos Jovanovic, and he helped me get into contact with Mickey. So, I called Mickey to get to know everything about his time in North Korea. Hello? Hello, Mihailo. Yes. This is Sam van Raalte. I am uh, from Amsterdam, a sports journalist. We haven't spoke before. How are you doing? Is this a convenient time? Yes, 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 yes. I remember. Yeah, yes. Everything is okay. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Are you in Belgrade?
4: Yes, in Belgrade. I'm in Belgrade.
3: All right. I am um, ready for you. Ah, That's great. That's good to hear. <laughs> so do you think often about your adventure in North Korea?
4: Yes, 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 yes. Is stupid to say every day, but many day, I remember because this is this was one something special. I didn't expect this kind of uh, of life to say. Yeah. So in my mind, is always Korea.
3: For Mickey, it all started in the summer of 2016. Miki was a regular football manager in Belgrade when he got a phone call from a friend called Faridja Sekularak. Faridja is a former pro boxer who now works as a football agent for clubs in South Korea. And this Faridja got into contact with a North Korean colonel named Kim. This colonel Kim was the leader of a football club in North Korea. And that club was looking for a new manager. This colonel Kim asked Faridja if he knew a Serbian manager for the job. Farija then called Mickey. The club Mickey was asked to manage is called 25 April or April 25 National Defense Sports Club. It's the military football club of North Korea. Named 25 April because the army of North Korea was founded on the 25th of April in 1932. It's also the most successful football club in North Korea. At first, Mickey said no chance. He didn't feel like going to a country like that, known for its lack of human rights. But Mickey was having some hard times in Belgrade He didn't manage a team at the time And he says he also had some private problems He wanted to change his environment And the offer from North Korea Was financially interesting as well to him So in a twisted way The phone call with the offer from North Korea Came at the right time for Mickey After a couple of days to think about it Mickey thought You know what? I'll go So he hopped on a plane On his way to Pyongyang The capital of North Korea
4: Okay, I go, and they wait for me on the airport in Beijing. And after I go to Pyongyang. And the first days, I live in one hotel, Army, Army hotel. Because the club, where I was coach, uh, this is the Army club, best club. So I live in Army hotel. This is no fantastic hotel. Hmm. This is Sun So Hotel. I have a big room.
3: What else did you have there?
4: Everything. I have driver, translator. I have KUKA. Every night before I go to sleep, come KUKA in my room. And uh, he and my translator ask me, what do you want tomorrow for the breakfast, for the lunch, for dinner, every day.
3: So you have have a private chef, did you have? Yeah. So... My life was very
4: good, you know. I cannot say that many of people live like I was. I live in in Pyongyang. No, no chance. But I live very well.
3: To get more context on the role of football in the North Korean society, I called Dr. Daniel A. Pinkston, an expert on Korean culture with a PhD in international relations. I asked him about sports in North Korea and 25 April, the military football club Mickey signed for. Here's Dr. Daniel Pinkston on the role of football in North Korea.
1: In North Korea, everything is um, political and controlled by the Korean Workers' Party. And that's also clear in um, the football league and the football clubs, including the april 25th team the korean people's army team and the other uh teams in the league so they have to have some kind of affiliation so there are a lot of sports clubs for the uh military ministry of People's security uh the other military branches such as the air force uh and so forth so it's not like a private club like um you know fc barcelona or something like that you know
3: in Pyongyang, the North Korean military took care of Mickey. he was picked up from the airport by Colonel Kim, and he got a room in the army's hotel. He had a private translator named Ling Ling, a driver and a chef. That's surprising to me, because according to numerous reports, North Korea has always struggled to have enough food for its people. Now, nobody really knows what the situation in the country is like, apart from the North Korean government, because they barely let anyone inside the country, let alone inspect the way the country is run by the current leader, Kim Jong Un. Which makes it even weirder that their military approached a coach from Europe to come manage their football team. So I asked Mickey, why did they want you for the job?
4: I will tell you something. Before many years, The president of my country was Tito. And uh, President Tito and the grandfather of uh, Kim Mm Jong-un, Kim Il-sung, yes, they were very good friends. Mm. In this moment, my country was Yugoslavia.
3: Yeah, yeah, Yugoslavia. Now,
4: you know that Yugoslavia destroyed Yugoslavia. Mm -hmm. I live in Serbia. So, Yugoslavia was communist. Mm-hmm. and socialist country like Korea. So President Tito and this Kim il-sung were best friends. Mm-hmm. I remember I was small when Tito go in uh, Pyongyang, they organized unbelievable on one stadium for him world celebration. So in this from this time they think that uh, Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia is died Serbia and Korea have good relation mm. I will tell you something nobody from my country nobody go in Korea 30 years I think and nobody from Korea come in my country they have no embassy in, in uh, Belgrade and Serbia have no embassy in uh, Pyongyang so after many years I was first only for this reason I think
3: So Mickey was approached for the job because decades ago Yugoslavia and North Korea had good relations I also asked Dr. Daniel Pinkston about this and he confirmed it The former Yugoslavian leader Tito and Kim Il-sung had a special bond They both were a leader of a communist country But they also wanted some independence from the Soviet Union and China That's how they connected When Tito visited North Korea in 1977, he was welcomed as a hero North Korea threw a massive military parade for him, with thousands and thousands of people showing choreographed dances. They even had a couple of Korean kids sing a special song for Tito. Decades later, Mickey was asked to coach the military football team of North Korea because of an old friendship between Tito and Kim Il-sung. Dr. Daniel Pinkston sees an interesting parallel between the appointment of Mickey at the football club 25 April and the special bond between the current North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and the American basketball legend Dennis Rodman.
1: On another interesting note, um, you know, similar kind of story is that uh, Kim Jong-un offered Dennis Rodman the opportunity to coach their uh, basketball team, their national team. That's because of Kim Jong-un's you know, interest in basketball and from his time when he was a, a young student in Switzerland in the 1990s, when he used to watch the Chicago Bulls and Dennis Rodman play in the games. Um, and then he also went to view a game, an exhibition game, with the Bulls and the French national team in Paris. And they actually sent uh, Kim Jong-un in a limo from Switzerland over to Paris to watch the game. And then when uh, Rodman met with him, they discussed this uh, experience. You know, and Kim Jong-un was very fond of that uh, memory And then um, later at some point, he offered uh, the coaching job of the national team to Rodman. So these kind of personal ties and this, um, you know, friendship or perceived friendship uh, is important to them as they, you know, make these ties or, you know, coaching and and player exchanges and so forth. That's, you know, part of their decision-making calculus.
3: So, These old personal ties or perceived friendship are important to North Korea when they appoint coaches to their sports teams. And so there Mickey was in the capital of North Korea. After he arrived at the army hotel, it was time for him to go to the football ground and meet his players. 25 April's home stadium is the Young Gakto Stadium. It can hold 30,000 people and has an artificial pitch. There Mickey met the players. They all worked for the national army as well. Mickey used a trick to be able to give them instructions.
4: I say, I will give it number to every player. So, for example, I'm number five, you are number six, (laughs) translator is number seven, understand? (laughs) So, I learn these numbers, no names, and I call them for the numbers. (laughs) Translator, write me on one paper. How I say for number two, number three, number four, blah, 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 on language, I take this paper with me always on the ground, on a practice, and I call them. For example, I remember Chilibon. Chilibon is number seven. (laughs) Seven. Chilibon, Ogbon. Ogbon is eight, I think. I think that I don't know even one name of my prayers. But I know the numbers.
3: Mickey gets to work. He has a couple of assistants. They were the head coaches of the team before he arrived. Mickey is pleased by the level of play, but he wants to change some things. He's brought in because the Army Club wants to learn some European tactics. So after a couple of days ahead of his first game as the manager of the club, he proposes to change the formation.
4: And I asked them, what's the system you play? they say we play we play 442 i say that we must change something i changed to play 433 three. i see that they are not happy they are not happy i try to explain them on the table first after on the ground and one day very soon translators say to me mister for 7 days we play Against one very good team, if we are first, they are second. I think he said, "I think for you is a very important game because this was your first game." Okay, I say to him, "I say I want to see the ground." Yeah, okay, we go, Mister. Unbelievable! This stadium is the biggest in the world. Hmm. 145,000 people can watch the game from this
3: Wow, that's amazing. Unbelievable.
4: And come this game, friendly game, he said to me, my translator.
3: How many people were there in the stadium?
4: 1,000, no more.
3: Just a 1,000 people? Yes. Ah, so it felt empty.
4: I ask, we play early afternoon, I think. And I asked uh, the lean translator, where are the people? He said to me, many of them work. No chance to, to go out.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
2: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: So there were not a lot of people in this massive stadium in the middle of Pyongyang because most of them had to work. But Mickey makes his debut as the manager of 25 April in the 1st of May stadium. When it was opened in 1998, it was the biggest stadium in the world. Even though there are barely a thousand people in the stadium when Mickey makes his debut as the manager of the club, Mickey is impressed by the atmosphere, especially for a friendly game. It's a bit weird. And then some peculiar things start to happen.
4: We start to play, we win 2 0 with the new system 4 3 3. We win 2 0, and after this game, I see the players were very, very, very happy. Very happy. And when this game finished, we go in hotel. Translator come in my room and he said to me, Mister, I must tell you something. This game what we played today was final game of very big tournament in Korea. I say, why you didn't say to me before this colonel who take me? He said to him, don't tell to Mickey. Because this is the first game, he will be very nervous, blah 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 blah, maybe afraid. So they decide to to tell to me that we play a friendly game. (laughs) But this friendly game was official.
3: The translator and colonel lied to Mickey. It was not a friendly game at all, but the final of a very important tournament. They didn't want to make Mickey nervous. And then Mickey found out something else. He thought there were some talented players at this club, but. They were injured all the time. And there was a very logical explanation for that. You see, North Korean football was not organized in a league. They constantly played tournaments. And these tournaments took a heavy, heavy toll on the players. If you think top players in Europe played too many games, listen to what the players in North Korea had to endure.
4: They held many tournaments and million preparations. And they destroyed body. You know, destroy muscle. So they're, they're always injured.
3: Injured, 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 tired, blah, blah, blah. How often did they have to play? Was it like two times a week or was it more than that? Tournament. Yeah. Tournament, uh, for example, 20 days. Mm-hmm. And
4: every second day, play. <laughs> really? Who still go in front. Who will play final. So... During the tournament, you played 10 games.
3: 10 <laughs> games. That's crazy.
4: And after, look, you must know this, finished tournament, I give them two or three days free because they are very tired. And after, I must start new preparation for the new tournament. That's crazy. And after, I when I, ah, crazy, yes. And when I explained to to Lee, this uh, Colin Lee was a very clever man, you know. Even he don't understand football, but uh, he understand everything other, clever man. And I explained to him, he said, yes, this is the mistake.
3: During these tournaments, they played 10 games in 20 days. Insane. And speaking of insane, let's talk a little bit about Mickey's life outside football in North Korea. He held two training sessions a day, and afterward he would often go to a small coffee shop that was open 24 hours a day. But He didn't have much else to do. The TV in his hotel room had two channels. From 4 in the afternoon until 11 in the evening, there was something to see there, mostly footage of the leader Kim Jong-un or the North Korean news. (laughs) But Mickey wanted more entertainment, so he approached his translator Ling Ling to get some movies.
4: And I say to translator, I must find something because what to do when finish training? Okay, I go every day in this uh, cafe. Every day I go, but I can't sleep, no sleep in a cafe. I say, we must find the cassettes of movie. I want to, to watch the movies. He say, okay, we will go together on, in one place. We'll go mm-hmm. very near our hotel. He say, please stay in a car. He go, I see him, 20 meters from me. On one street, he speak with one man, one small shop. Hmm. Call me, I come and he say, Mr. Unbelievable, they have some movies from your country
2: <laughs>
4: to take. This movies are first movies in my country. When finished Second World War, <laughs> black and white. So I, I watched these movies and I remember when I was small, I watched these, <coughs> these movies. But he find super. So a million times I repeat one or two, three movies.
3: This is another thing I couldn't believe when Mickey told me. I looked it up. After the Second World War, a man named Velimir Zivajinovic was one of the biggest movie stars in Yugoslavia. His nickname was Bata. He was really famous in the early 70s, especially because of a couple of movies about World War II. And one of these movies, called Walter Defends Sarajevo, gained a cult following in China at the time. And in Pyongyang, in North Korea, somebody still had a couple of these movies. And Mickey watched them over and over again. But Mickey wanted more. He wanted to be able to talk to his friends back in Belgrade, and that's when he found out the North Korean government always keeps an eye on you.
4: I asked uh, one guy, how will I speak with my country? Because uh, my son stay alone in, in uh, Belgrade. He said to me, Mr. Uh, give me your, your telephone, and I give it to him, my, my telephone. On Serbian telephone. We go in this hotel. He say, wait for me. I sit four hours, <laughs> drink many coffees. <laughs> and after four hours, he come. This young man, officer. And he give it to me, telephone. And he say, now you can call your country. So my friends from the, from the part of Belgrade, where I live, Yes. They sent me one of them. Sent me many times some photographs, some photos. But I didn't know that uh, they can see these people.
3: But where it like from the club? Were it like dirty pictures, <laughs> what was it?
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. That everything what uh, they sent to me, police, they watch everything, and they know. They know everything. <laughs> One day, uh, translator Link comes, Mr, please tell to your friend to don't send this photo, dirty photo from your country. And I say to him, Link, how you know? This is my telephone. He say, no, Mr, no chance. So yes, they see these photos and they say no chance.
3: That was it for the dirty pictures. And, you know, Mickey was there without a wife. His friends couldn't send him dirty pictures anymore. So I asked him, did you meet any women you liked while you were in North Korea? I try,
4: No chance. I ask uh, translator. But he's a real Korean man. Hmm. A real Korean man. Marshal Kim Jong-un. Country... Enemy from another Korea, enemy from America, straight. And I ask him, Lin, take me. I want to see one woman. He said to me, No chance, Mister. I try in one hotel, who is only for foreigners. Hmm. You know, I try to find something. No chance. So woman only in man mind Hmm. nothing only in man mind (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) for eight months
4: (laughs) for eight months Uh, this was a big problem
3: yeah
4: this was big very big problem what to do
3: on the pitch as manager of the club mickey was doing well in north korea After a couple of tournaments, Colonel Kim approached him with a proposal. He wanted Mickey to move his team to a special sports center about 40 kilometers from Pyongyang, so army officers could come and watch the training sessions and learn from his tactical approach. Mickey then talks about this with the captain of his team. And his captain says the team likes the idea, because they now have to wake up every morning at 5 o'clock for army duties before they go to practice. The players will get a lot more sleep in the sports center. So, Mickey decides to relocate his team to the sports center.
4: I decided we will go. So, we go in this fantastic sports center. Fantastic, believe me.
3: What was it like? Can you describe the sports center? Uh,
4: This is one small mountain, you know, have two or three, I think three new grounds, new pitches, hotel. With new rooms. Everything inside. A swimming pool. Uh, uh, gym.
3: In this sports center, Mickey has an idea to improve his players. He decides to try to let his team play like one of the best teams in the world.
4: This sports center have one big, very big TV. In this moment, Guardiola was coaching Bayern Munich. Okay, but I have cassettes of... Uh, Bayern München, Guardiola, ticca taca, you know. Ticca from Barcelona. He
3: improved in Bayern. So you had videotape of the Bayern Munich when Pep Guardiola was manager. Yes. And I explained them, we will try
4: to play like, uh, like Bayern, I said to Bayern. Or oh, Guardiola. And I showed them, they were very, because they don't know nothing. They were very happy. Surprise for them. How play this European team? Surprise. you know why surprise because they don't look nothing what is out of the country. After I try to play every training to make this training to improve this this tactic, this uh, system of the for the play and they for very, very soon, for a few weeks, we start to play something something like this. No chance to to be very very good like Bayern or Barcelona, but we start to play. I was surprised, and in this moment, I definitely see that there are big talents for the football.
3: Things are going well for Mickey at twenty five April for a while, but then the last tournament of the season approaches, and Mickey starts to notice a change in behavior in his players. Something weird is going on.
4: To be honest. I see I look I something is not good, I say. Some players are not hundred percent in a training. Before it was full training. Something happened. But many of them I see that they are they change. I see that they don't like me. What happened? Yes, I say to Lin Lin, what's happened? She say, Mr, they are not happy. Colonel Lee come in my hotel and he said to me, Mickey, you must change something. I say what? Tell me what? He said to me, You have very, very big salary. Hmm. So can you, he asked me, can you be happy if we this salary to go down, you understand?
3: Yeah, to cut, to take a pay cut, to go down in salary.
4: He said that uh, many people from the army know about your salary for our country. This is unbelievable with big money, so start problem. I was very unhappy. I said to Colonel, no chance, Mr.
3: Word got out about Mickey's salary for the club. Someone leaked it. Everyone knew and people in the army were jealous of Mickey because he earned a lot more as a football manager than the army people he worked with. The mood had shifted and the season ended in a loss for 25 April. After the final tournament there was a 4 month break before the next season started. In the meantime Mickey returned to Belgrade to see his friends and family. He expected to get back into contact with the club after a couple of months, to return to North Korea and start the next season, but North Korea went silent. Mickey tried, but he couldn't get back into contact with twenty-five April.
4: Nobody called me. Nobody. From the world, no chance to to organize the line, telephone line with the Korea. No chance.
3: No chance. Did you try to call the colonel or your translator? I try in my one paper, I find
4: my translator give me this number. This is the some Special line he can call out of uh, out of uh, country from his telephone. I can call, for example, Belgrade, hmm. and I call. I call this telephone. Oh, hello, and I say I am Mickey. Ah, yes, Mister. How are you, Bla, comrade? How are you, Bla, Bla? And I ask, where is translator? Where is link he didn't work still in our club. He goes somewhere, I don't know where. Okay, I say, can you tell to him to call me? He say, Mr. No Chance. You know that No Chance to call we to call out of the, our country. So, everything
3: finished. That was it for Mickey in North Korea. If it was up to him, he would return to North Korea. And that's something I can wrap my mind around. But it's the case. For Mickey.
4: Everything for the football was very, very good. But I'm not sure that they want to, to take me again. This is the, my opinion.
3: Thank you very much for, for talking to me.
4: It's no problem. Okay,
3: we'll be in touch. Yes, I will. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. bye, Bye. 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 That's the story of Miki Ivanovic, the football manager from Serbia who made a transfer to the North Korean Football Club 25 April. After Miki left North Korea, the country made some changes in its football system. They stopped playing tournaments and play in a league now. And in Belgrade, Miki still thinks of Korea all the time. I want to thank Miki Ivanovic and Dr. Daniel Pinkston for their time. Follow this podcast in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And if you want to show your support, you would help us a lot if you could give our podcast a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcast. My name is Sam Verraute. Thank you for listening. And on to the next story in the home of football.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.